Hi, everyone. Welcome to Stump the Guru podcast with your host, Ari Galpa, the world's number one authority on trust-based selling and the creator of Unlock the Game. This monthly podcast will bring you guests from virtually every industry unrehearsed to try and stump Ari with their most difficult sales challenges. This podcast is for business owners, financial advisors, entrepreneurs, and sales executives. The guests in this show have only one goal in mind, to stump Ari. And Ari has one goal in mind, to overturn the notion of selling as we know it today by building trust between buyers and sellers. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stump the Guru Show. It's been a while. Uh, we have a show every month. My name is Ari Galper. Uh, I specialize in trust-based selling. Been doing this for the last 20 years in this niche, helping entrepreneurs, salespeople, consultants, advisors, anybody who has to sell their services, sell their offer, but doesn't want to compromise their integrity in the process as well. And doesn't have to do the old school chasing process and everything everyone hates around selling. So uh, welcome everyone who's here live on the show. The way this works is you can uh, come in the queue and uh, ask me a live question on the show. Just go to stumptheguru.com. That link will take you right into the queue of the show. And uh, my cohort here, uh, Steve, will select you to come on in. Uh, first come, first serve. And uh, this is your chance to bring me your thorniest, most complex, most difficult uh, sales challenge. And I'll provide you some uh, live coaching here and um, to give you a sample of what I do. And if you want to learn more, work with me directly, just go to unlockthegame.com slash free consult, which is on the bottom of the screen there. And uh, for the application that we can have a chat about what your challenge is longer term. So, well, again, we'll get started. Uh, get the show rolling. Again, welcome to Stump the Guru. So we'll uh, have Steve, would you mind pull the first, uh, first gentleman in uh, who wants to ask a question? would be great. I go. Welcome. Hey, Ari. How you doing? Good to see you. Same here. Same here. So we, uh, I missed you last time. We had some technical difficulties, and I, I was like right up back to back appointments, so I couldn't make it. But I'm glad to be here this time. Great. I Did you get my you. testimonial? Uh, was it uh, air? All good. All good. Yeah. So Listen. appreciate it. Uh, everyone on the show, Ago's been. Uh, in my world for for a long time now, many many years, and he's here to ask a question. Okay, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get started. Well, you Where know, I think last time I had a question prepared, and and now I've had second thoughts, and I come up with something that I think is still comes up from time to time. So I thought, why not get back to some basics? Yes. Um, of prospects, you've heard this. That prospects have disappeared. Okay. And sometimes, you know, did you do everything right? Could you have done things differently? What's the likelihood uh, if you did almost everything right, what did you miss in your opinion, Ari? Or, I mean, there may be times where obviously people are just not forthcoming, right? I mean, they lie to you. In other words, you ask fair questions and they say, yes, yes, yes. And maybe they have, they've had a change of heart, what have you. But I think it's worth... It's worth nailing down from my point of view, and I'm going to try to be specific. What is it that I can do to be precise and convey that I'm the go-to expert, I'm the man, let's see if there's a fit, 
And here's what I need to know from you to decide if we can go to the next level to sort of convey. And it's all good either way. But let's be clear with each other. Let's respect each other's time. And so why don't we review that, Ari? And all for the reason that I still happens once in a while, not as much, where people seem gung-ho and then they're gone. Look, I think I think the core reason why you may be having potential prospects slip through your fingers, even though you feel like it should be a wonderful fit together. Right, right. Right. There's this chemistry. It's like, oh, yes. this is so right. Yeah. And they're excited, you're excited. And most likely the reason why they're not proceeding is because somewhere earlier on in that conversation. You didn't go deep enough down what I call the iceberg. And the iceberg really is the process that takes someone down to really peel the onion back around their problem and to really amplify the issue with them, to help them understand the gravity of it and the either losses or the impact of not solving it. And it's very possible that you're going down a few levels down and you're saying to yourself, perfect, I can help this guy. He's totally qualified. If it's my ideal person, I'm going to move this guy forward. It's possible you are moving them forward too early on in your process, and they're not quite yet owning the gravity of the issue. And that's okay. the real key is that subtle moment because they have to own the problem. They have to. You have to ask this question, which is, is this a priority for you to address once and for all? Or are you happy to live with the risk longer term, unresolved, and I'm okay either way? I think that that's perfectly said. Live with the risk long, longer term. Or address it once and for all. And here's the key. You say, I'm okay either way. Because you have to be detached from the outcome it's their responsibility to make the decision to solve it not you so even though you know you can help them and you're passionate i know you care about people and your customers you can't overlay that to them prematurely until they say to you yes this is something i have to address once and for all because i know the risk of this is too large to keep going with this let's do let's 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 do this so and then you find somebody Okay, that question, Ari, if, I'm, if I may ask, that comes once you've gone down the iceberg. Yes, once you've unpacked the issue, you've asked them the questions about the risk and the impact of the situation, and they understand now how serious it is, because in most cases, your prospects and ideal clients won't be vulnerable with you up front and tell you the truth of where they're at, because they don't trust you yet. So you have to be the first person to make them feel comfortable and build what I call a moment of vulnerability where they fully understand the gravity of their issue. It's like a doctor and a patient, right? It's when the doctor says, you know, I think the x-ray is telling us here you have a real problem more than you thought you did. And you're like, oh, really? Because we often don't want to go that deep so and, and let me tell you the end of your call with some someone shouldn't be exciting it should be kind of like gulp i guess i'm gonna deal with this anyway so that's my advice to you is to make sure you're going down the iceberg to the bottom and then that question 
Well, um, the other thing is, okay, so here's a good question for you, Ari. Is there a clue that you get from the client saying, okay, now I've gone deep enough? That's a good question, right? It's like, how do you gauge that? Because what I was thinking when you said that originally was, well, I'm sold, so let's move on. But the client is not there yet. So I guess- Exactly. It's like two shifts in the night crossing each other because we already know we can help them and you can solve their problem, but they're not ready yet to owning it enough to ask for help. What's the clue? What's the tip off, Ari? The clue is when they say to you, how can you help me? Or how do you work? Okay, what, do you you suggest? what do you suggest? What, yeah. what, what do you suggest? Where should we go from here? Because what'll happen is you'll jump in too early by accident and say, oh, great. I can help you with that. I've got the perfect plan to solve that problem because we care about people. We want to help them and we can't, it's hard to hold back when we know they got the problem, but you've got to wait until they own it. It's almost like uh, a therapist and a patient. If the patient doesn't own their own problem from the beginning of the therapy, they're the worst patients to have. The same concept You're so, here. You're so right. It's even, it even, it's even better when you talk about an alcoholic. You say, well, I got to tell him, I got to take, he should go to rehab. But if until he decides, you, you're not, you're wasting your time. So that's exactly. cool. So go down the iceberg and then, and then, and then you, that question, it, which is the real question, because that's, that's another mistake, Ari. It's another mistake because now they understand the problem, but for some reason you're assuming, okay, so we're doing it, right? Exactly. And, right? Of course we're doing it. You understand. Like you, you, you're in trouble here. You need to do something. Yeah, I do, but not now. That's that's what I call making assumptions prematurely. And I had someone like that just recently, Ari, if you'll allow me. And and uh, I, the guy, I said, okay, so he understands. He said, thank you so much. I never looked at it that way. He says, I can you call me in the spring because right now I'm doing renovations on my house. I went, oh my God. And yes. so thankfully I was able to put it in perspective for him. Awesome. Look, I go. We got yeah. to pull more people in the show, but all right. It's great to see you. Great question. I miss you, Ari. You know, I so I like to friend. you know what I'm saying. Come back next month to the show I, again. We'll I will. Again. All right. Thanks again. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So uh, we'll pay, pull our new, next guest in again. Uh, if my name is Ari Galper with Trust Based Selling, and today's show is Stump the Guru, where you can ask me a live question. If you can go deep with me one on one, just go to the website at the bottom of the screen, unlockthegame.com/slash free consult. All right. So who else do we have in the show? Let's bring them in live and let's uh, let's go. Uh, hello, welcome. Hi Ari, how are you going? Good, Nick. Good to see you. And you too. You too. Um, I have a question, um, and it comes up a lot for me, um, given the nature of the work that, that, that we do with the consulting. But the question is, how do you re-engage a client that you haven't spoken with in a while? For Like, for example, if you haven't spoken for six or 12 months and you used to work with them and then want to keep them interested. So how do you re-engage that client that you haven't spoken with in a while? Okay, great question. And this is very common. And it's common for us in this scenario to want to call them back and try and re-engage them again 
around the previous relationship. We think that's enough. That's the only bridge we have. But the way you really want to do it is you want to engage them around the original problems that they were having that you were already working with them on or you recall them talking to you about because you want to anchor the trust building process in the, around their world and not yours. So you have to essentially think about what was it that their problem was back then or what could be their issues now. And when you re-engage with them, you give them a call and say, you know, hi, John, it's Nick. Hope you're doing well. I know we worked together in the past or I know we spoke a few months back and I recall, and this is the bridging phrase, I recall that you were having some challenges around uh, bringing new people in who are higher performers. And I know you were having trouble keeping that performance up. Is that still an issue you're still working on? See, so you're engaging them and connecting them with them again around their problem, not around the relationship, which really wasn't a real relationship. It was a professional relationship. Does that make sense? It does. So, so as a follow-up then, if that's no longer the problem, okay. That, and they, they respond, you say, actually, yeah, that, that all worked out well. We, we've dealt with that. How then do you reconnect them back? So then, then you pull back one level back. And I know you work in the HR space. So what you'd say is, good, I'm glad to hear that. Are there any specific particular issues right now that okay. you're grappling with among your team? So get them back into that, what you were just talking about. Get Try to get them into that iceberg. We start to dig again. F find the problem because anyone in business always has problems. Every single day they're juggling issues. Now, I know you work with people and staff and teams, especially in those areas, always problems, no matter what. There's never kind of never, never, never figure out a fix. So you want to ask, is there any other particular challenge you have right now among your staff related to HR issues that you're grappling with right now? Okay. Obviously, if they say no, we're all good. Then, then disengage. No problem. We'll speak to you. So we'll, you're we'll, you're we'll hunting you later. You're yeah. hunting for the problems they're having. You're yeah. not trying to sell your services. That's the that's the flip. Okay. Perfect. Sound good? There we go. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Nick. Good to see Great. you. Thanks, Harry. Have a good day. Take care. Bye bye. All right. We got quite a few people in the queue today, which is fantastic. Uh, obviously, this show is getting more visibility, which is great. So again, uh, this is your chance to jump on in and um, ask your sales challenge live on the show and to get my help with that uh, in this in this short amount of time. So uh, we'll, we'll bring the next, uh, next person in and see who we have here. Welcome. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? This is Joe. I don't know if you're talking to me. Yeah, Joe, I am talking oh, to you. <laughs> my, I'm sorry. My, yeah, my screen so is just, spinning around. A, um, yeah, no worries. I didn't uh, I'm have glad you can hear me. Yet. I can't see what's going on live. It's kind of frozen a bit, so I'm kind of surprised you can even hear me. Uh, we're all good, Joe. So we're right. so my issue, sure, my issue is uh, how do you build trust when you're doing a webinar, when you're the, you know, the person moderating the webinar? You mean you're actually delivering it? To yes, I, I would be the the moderator, meaning that um, I would do the introduction part, and then I would turn it over to a person that would give the presentation, if you will. And but uh, along with that, I would also be moderating the chat, you know, and all the um, 
and any questions that they might come up with in chat that we think would be something we'd want to answer during that webinar. Uh, so, and then at the end, I would be the person at the end, you know, talking about the call to action. So, so what particular issues are you finding right now in that role that you would like some help with? Because it's, I'm trying to understand what's the problem you're trying to solve for yourself. What yeah, are you experiencing so, that's not working? You know how if you don't know somebody and then it's not like you're interacting one-on-one -on -one with a person. So it's a little more, I feel, difficult in understanding how you come across as a trustworthy person. So, you know, is there any are there any things that you can do at the beginning of a presentation to kind of get people to, you know, trust you? <laughs> Whether it be using analyst quotes, um, you know, using credibility from other folks or talking about, you know, hey, we talked to other customers like you and here's what we've been finding are the issues and that's what we'd like to address today on the webinar? Yes, I think that last option is the direction to go, which is you basically bring up the problems that you're gonna help them address on the webinar that you know that most likely having based upon your experience, your surveys. The way you build trust with people is you start in their world and not yours. Statistics, credibility, testimonials, those are from your world and those are uh, detached from them. What they wanna hear is that they're in the right place to address their concerns and their issues based on the topic of your webinar. So, you know, whatever the webinar topics are, all you have to do is extract from that the top three issues that that solution solves. And then that becomes the connector between you and them and why they're there. Got it. And, and you should also emphasize that this webinar you're about to watch is all about helping you address these issues. And if you need help beyond what you learned today, at the end of the conversation, there'll be an opportunity for you to have a chat with this gentleman afterwards. So keep an eye out for how to do that. Okay. That way you're reframing in advance that they may not get all their answers today, which obviously can't happen in this short amount of time, but there is a way to get deeper into it afterwards. That way they're not surprised at the end if there's a next step. Got it. Very good. Um, do you cover, do you do, you do it, an agenda too? I, you know, I would think that you'd say, you know, um, we're prepared after you talk about other customers are experiencing these issues and we're gonna discuss those. And like you said, um, if we're not able to address your concerns during this session, we're also going to be having another, another follow-on session uh, to address your, your needs. And we're also um, going to have a survey. I don't know if we bring that up. But um, but then do you go through an agenda after that? No. You, okay. they, they, they want what you've got. And I think if you spend too much time pre-framing all this, after a while, you'll lose people. Okay. Because they're, they're impatient. They're on. They're ready. They're... They're like, let's get engaged, right? So I think just get them on ramped and in as soon as possible. Okay, that sounds great. And then one other comment more than a question was, um, you know, I've had really good success with, I believe it was yourself that said this, that um, if you apologize uh, to somebody, you know, let's say somebody hasn't gotten back to you and you've been reaching out to them for a while. Um, you, if you take the stance of, you know, hey, I apologize for not getting back to you sooner on this, you know, particular issue, and then all of a sudden I'm getting people to respond to that. It's like, you know, you you take off the, uh, I don't know, the sales gear or whatever, whatever it might be, but they seem to be responsive. I think that was what you told me to do. 
Is that right? Yes. Yes. So we're talking about here is what I call falling on your sword. Yes. Where you're, you're human first and you, this, this, this approach applies to when you're chasing somebody and you had a good call with them and it, it, they dropped off yes. and now you're chasing them and you would call them back and basically say, look, it's my fault as to why you're not coming. You know, it's the whole apology approach. You're right. We can talk more about that later on, but I'm really glad you're using that. It's working. Yeah, for you. it's working really well. I appreciate that. Awesome. Great to see you. Bro. Thank you. Take care. See you next month, hopefully. Okay. Bye-bye. Yep. All right. Welcome, everyone who's new coming to the show right now to Stump the Guru, where it's your chance to uh, come on live to the show, ask a, a sales challenge that you have, and uh, we'll give you some coaching on the spot to go out and use the new ideas, get some results, and come back and tell us how it went. So uh, we'll bring the next contestant as a contestant uh, in, on the show, uh, next uh, guest. Welcome, my friend. Can you hear me? Oh, we can't hear you. Your sound uh, is off there. How about now? There we go. Clear? How you doing? Awesome. Oh, terrific. Terrific. I'm actually glad I got on. Awesome. I couldn't be more excited to talk to you. Um, my question yeah, is, I actually... Go. I spoke with, um, uh, you know, in speaking to the dentist, doctors, I spoke with the dentist who actually um, um, sold their practice, and I was just, you know, reaching out to, hey, look, I, you know, I want to help dentists and just figure out, you know, what are some of the pains that, you know, that you know people coming out of school have or starting the practice? Um, could you list um, some of those things? And she gave me a list of things, and then she also said there's a convention coming up in town about a month, and so I'm now. Uh, and she gave me a lot of things that I could potentially reach out to them, you know, with student loan debt, which is monumental. Um, some things that they, you know, they general school is good, teaching how to fix teeth, but not how to run a business. Um, some tips on insurance. And so I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused right now because I want to go to this convention and I'm not sure what approach I should take. You know, should I put together a flyer and say, hey, I, I don't know what I should do. Should I just well, go let me and, see if I understand this. So you're a financial advisor. I know that. And you're saying that there's a specific doctor you're trying to approach or uh, an audience inside of a, a live event? An audience inside of a live event. So there's a oh, dental convention coming up and I want to go and, you know, try and, you know, big pictures, I guess, find one, I guess, the, you know, the 80%, you know, the biggest problem that most dentists have and say, hey, you know, is this a problem for you? Is there something? Okay. And then maybe. And are you. You talk okay. So what you're trying to do is, is lead generate from an uh, from a group of people live in, in an environment like that that you know are targeted towards your niche audience, and you're asking me how can you go about having some bait in a fishing pole to fish out a whale out of that group that could yeah. be you, right? Yeah, similar as you've done like in a financial way. Like what you know, I think as you say, what river does everybody fly down or flow down that would resonate with them? And so I wanted to, you know, figure what what suggestions Look, you would have. Obviously, some kind of uh, opt-in information product, like an ebook or a physical book, around, you know, when you sell when you sell your practice. Here are seven things you have to be aware of to mm -hmm. not get overtaxed and lose what you earned over the years. Right. So something attractive right. to people who are in that mode of selling or thinking about selling that they want to get to prevent losses. And that could go through, of course, your website, 
and that becomes a lead now for you. That could be your inbound lead flow to generate leads. So the medium could be a physical book or an ebook, but the content has to address the issues that will be coming for them soon when they're ready to sell their practice. So your the okay. book might say, uh, "Are you will you be selling your practice in the next three to five years?" Question mark. If right. so, these are seven uh, important financial decisions you have to make in planning and preparing for that exit. Okay, right. Yeah, she mentioned selling her practice. Maybe just those first coming out of school with a lot of debt. Um, so finding that right approach is something I know. I need to connect with you and. Really sure. Dig a, little deep, a little deeper down the iceberg. Um, and and make sure that you also position yourself as a trust authority. What I mean by that is that you have uh -huh. to language your brand. Like you have to become somebody important for them around the problem. Like you might be, for instance, you know, N New York's expert financial advisor for dentists who want to sell mm -hmm. their business. Like you have to narrow down that niche and be the right. guy for them. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll, right. we'll we'll connect a little more on this and Got it. Look forward Thanks, to it. Sorry. That's Take always. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bye bye. It's great to see so many people who've been around my world for a long time now. Uh, for those who don't know me or are new to the show, I've been doing this for twenty years, two decades focusing only on trust-based selling, spending thousands of hours one-on-one -on -one with clients and helping them crack the code on uh, division resistance and not having to chase people and really building trust quickly. And a lot of my work is around helping people in the businesses where they are in a low volume, high price point, high trust model, advisors, consultants, um, entrepreneurs who uh, are in a high trust environment. That's what this is about today. So we'll uh, pull a few more in for the show. We're having a great crowd today. Uh, let's see who else has come in. And when you come on in, just say your name and where you're from. Hi. Hi. You can hear me okay? I can, yes. What's your okay, name? Where are you good. from? My, my name is Andrea, and I'm from Canada, the west coast great. of Canada. Thank you so much, Ari. I listened to you. Um, I actually heard you for the first time with Ed Moss. Um, uh -huh. I think it's Ed Moss. So yeah. not, Moss was his last. Peter Moss. Oh, yeah, anyway. I think with Fred Moss. Fred Moss. Fred. Doctor Fred. Peter. Famous Doctor Fred. Yes, the psychiatrist. Sure. Anyway, um, so my question for you is: so I work in pharmaceutical sales, uh -huh. and I only have one product, really one molecule that I promote to addiction specialists, so doctors uh -huh. who work in addiction and nurses. And my question for you is, um. You know, how do you um, engage someone who has to then go and convince somebody else? Because I am not selling anything really to the physician. It's the, a concept or an idea of writing a prescription for somebody who's struggling with addiction. But who writes the prescription? The doctor, right? The doctor does, yeah. So it's the concept or the idea of them writing, um, buying into, um, you know, who that is going to be for. Oh, oh, I see. So it's a it's a new concept they have to kind of think through in advance about how they go about prescribing it to. 
Yeah, I mean, in a sense, it's a it's an opiate blocker. So they're familiar with the type of product because we have other formulations. This happens to be an injectable formulation. Sure. And so they're, you know, it's it's one of the challenges with physicians often is that they already think they know it. Right. And so th that's probably the biggest thing is okay. kind of getting over somebody who thinks they already know okay. everything there is to know. Okay. Okay. So with a person like that, you have to be very careful with the words that you use, the <laughs> yeah. language that you use, as, as you know, because yes. you don't want to trigger a reaction of defensiveness. Mm -hmm. And if the ego is high like that, you have to kind of come into the conversation with languaging that engenders trust and respects them as well. So in your case, you might want to use language like this. Would you be open mm -hmm. to an alternative approach to addressing these issues that you have with specific patients around addiction? So would you be open replaces the word, would you be interested? Yes, yes. Right? And then if they're open to the concept, then you can go into kind of how it's different, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, what's some of the resistance you imagine getting back? Some of the objections you imagine getting back? Well, I think the biggest challenge with physicians is just a time thing. Like there's, you know, right now, I we only work from home. So it's either via phone or virtual meetings. So I have to get those first, request sure. them to take the time to meet with me. That is a bit of a, I mean, I just request it. I get, I'm very short in my emails, requesting time, 15 to 20 minutes. Well, um, what do you write when you, when you, in your email, when you write to request a time, what do you say in there word for word? Do you remember what you write? Word for word, I say, are you open to having a conversation, a brief conversation, 15 to 20 minutes with me? Um, and then usually it's like, I look forward to hearing from you. So... And do you do you, do you, do you lay in the issues as well in that email that explains the problems that you help them solve? No, I don't. And I I've actually that's part of my challenge is I don't really know how much do I want to give them that they're just going to respond to the email and answer it. Oh, I see. You know? So, okay, well, let me ask you, is that working for you, by the way, that email? You know what? It is. It is actually. It's not then, 100%, but it definitely works. Short and sweet, I think, with physicians is, is great. So then it's just a matter of once I get on the call with them, like I've written down, I've listened to all of these that you had um, recorded. I've got, listen, I've got your books. I started, I haven't read them yet. I got them yesterday. Sure. But I love Are You Open? Because I believe yes. that is like really easy for people. Even yes. I'm, I look forward to hearing back from you. For some reason, it's almost like it's an invitation for them versus, you know, um, I don't know, thanks for your time or whatever. Correct. Um, yeah. You could um, also add in, would you be willing to consider? I that's like never, that. And I've written that down as well because you've said that's that before. That Test different phrases okay. and see which ones connect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do that. I'm going to read your book. And I think you're going to have a conversation coming up next week too. So look forward <laughs> to it. Great. All right. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks, Ari. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Good Bye. to meet you. All right. So we're on a roll here with Stump the Guru. We've had four or five people so far with different scenarios. Which is great. And so if you're watching the show, welcome. And uh, if it's your first time here, hope you're enjoying take, taking some notes.
getting some insights on how to change your mindset, change your approach. So um, I think we have some more people in the queue here. So let's see who we have next, and we'll bring some uh, someone new in. Come on in. Steve, are we are we uh, finished? Hey, what's going on, Ari? We have one question in Slack. So if you want to jump on your Slack and read it from Kushal, he has submitted it. His camera's not working today. Oh, so okay. if you want to grab that. And then he is, I believe, our last participant for this evening. Okay. The question was, uh, what suggestions do you have for a sales guy who just started following Ari Kalpa's approach to gave his prospects? If we have time at the end. Uh, okay. All right. So I, I it's a pretty generic question but i i think the big idea here if you're new in selling and you don't want to start with the wrong approach which is the typical sales approach and if you're making outbound calls which is hi my name is um i'm with um you know and you get rejected there you want to begin your opening conversation with this hi my name is shabal and i'm hoping you can help me out for a moment that's how you begin your outbound call then they're going to say to you how can i help you then from there you start with uh engaging them around i'm just giving you a call to see if you'd be open that's the key phrase open just some different ideas on insights on how to resolve the issues of and you plug in the core problems that you solve and I outline this in my, my book, Unlock the Sales Game. If you want to get the book, it's on my website. Go to unlockthegame.com. Grab a copy there. There's more insights there. And uh, I want to thank everybody for being on the show today. It's been a lot of fun for me. And if it's, if it's resonated with you so far, um, uh, then reach out and say hello on LinkedIn. Uh, I think we may have one more person who just jumped in. Uh, so let's, let's bring him in. Uh, if not, we'll uh, say goodbye for now. And... Thank you for everyone for being on the show. See you next month. Take care. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this month's segment of Stump the Guru and that you've discovered some new trust-based selling strategies that you can apply directly to your sales process. You can get access to Ari's Trust-Based Selling 60-Minute Masterclass at www.unlockthegame.com forward slash video. And if you want to go one step further, you can order his latest book, Unlock the Sales Game, and get a free one-on-one -on -one sales growth consultation at www.unlockthegame.com. Before we say goodbye for now, if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to review this podcast. It's easy. Just scroll down to the bottom of Stump the Guru podcast within Apple Podcast until you reach ratings and reviews. Click one of the five stars under tap to rate to leave a rating. Thanks so much and we'll see you on the next show.